Welcome to the Aquademia Podcast. Our diet is hurting the environment in myriad ways. I mean, we desperately need to eat more seafood. This is a pioneering industry with a whole lot of people who have really good ideas and a lot of experience and are unafraid. Aquademia is your go-to podcast for a fresh take on all things seafood. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. I'm Justin Grant. And I'm Maddie Cassidy. And we are super duper busy right now. <laughs> Why is that, Sean? Because it is the middle of seafood month. It's the middle of October. And when are you heading out to India? I am leaving in five days. So we're all getting ready to ship out to the other side of the world for GAA's annual Goal Conference, which is in Chennai, India. So so if you're coming to Goal, make sure to come say hi to us. We're going to be doing a few recording sessions. So if you'd like to get in touch with us and come on the show, feel free to email us at podcast at aquaculturealliance.org. Or come find us because here's the thing. If you're listening to this, like right when it comes out, we're there. We're mm-hmm. all so in come, India. Come find us. You could be listening to this while looking at us. <laughs> yes. I'm the one that you don't recognize unless you talk to me. Same with Justin and Maddie. <laughs> but yeah, come find us and we'd love to, to chat with you about what you think of the show. If you have any suggestions or topics or guest ideas, anything like that, we'd love to hear you. But because uh, it is goal, it is during the goal conference and it's the middle of the busiest month of the year for us, we are recording a, a really quick episode today, but we still care about getting quality content out to you guys. So we wanted to talk about something that is difficult for some people, especially in America, and that is getting kids to eat more fish. And I found a- More seafood in general. Yeah, seafood in general. I found an article on cookinglight.com. Uh, talking about this topic specifically and just has a few ideas that I want to go through. Uh, I wanted to talk about this because I actually just went through this recently because my daughter is like every other kid in America and eats nothing but chicken nuggets <laughs> and uh, mac and cheese, french fries. Smiley she won't fries. eat any mac and cheese. Chili is the weird thing that she loves. We've talked about that before on the show. She loves chili. But we really wanted to get some fish in her diet because we were afraid of, you know, allergies and stuff down the road if we didn't kind of get fish into her system right away. So we got her a big giant bag of fish sticks and didn't tell her what they were. And she thinks that they're fries and she loves them. And we give them to her a few times a week now. So it's it, it was nice to get something other than chicken fingers. So Sean's point number one is trick your kids. Trick your kids. <laughs> lie to your kids. So there's a so this this talks about um, how you know kids are just pretty picky eaters and fish is not really like that exciting for them and that they they don't want it because it's stinky. It might have bones. It they don't know what it'll taste like and. It's it's so different from everything else that they're used to. So these are just a few ideas, and I don't know if you guys have any ideas or approaches to this. You run through the list, and I'm sure I'll have to chime in. Yeah, yeah luckily, I'm in the presence of two actual parents of yeah. kids. Scary, I know. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying. People meet us in person, like, they're going to be like, wait, these guys have kids? Are you serious? But um, yeah, Who's watching out for them? Yeah, right? <laughs> who's going to take care of us, Justin? Um, I guess so, Maddie. Yeah. So the first recommendation they have, which this seems like this seems like a lot of work, is use it as a patty meat. Uh, It says swap beef or turkey meat for fish. So I know you can get like salmon burgers or maybe white fish burgers out there. I don't know how common they are in the U.S., but I know my daughter doesn't really eat hamburgers or cheeseburgers right now. But I'm sure kids that are a little bit older, she's only two. So kids are a little bit older, might be more willing to try something. But again, I don't know. Like if you told them like this is 
a salmon burger, they might not be excited. I don't know. Well, I feel like it's more approachable when it's in a patty or sandwich form. Yeah, as sandwich opposed to just for sure. On the be- being on a well, think when you introduce plate. your kids to chicken or beef, do you point out a cow in a field or do you hold up a chicken and say, hey, we're having this for dinner? I mean, you're not going to hold up a fish and say, we're eating this. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified for the day that my daughter makes the connection between the food that she eats and the little bird that is running around our backyard. Mm. Like that's going to be a tough day. Sean has chickens if we haven't mentioned that. Yeah, I have, chick- I, I have chickens in my backyard. So, and I'm nervous for the day that she realizes that what she's eating is also the same animal that she has as a pet. Mm. I don't know what the rest of your list says because you hold the key and the screen is away from my eyeballs. But Yeah, they, they literally, <laughs> for anyone who, context, Justin and Maddie walked in and I said, all right, guys, we're talking about this. So... Yeah, Buckle usually in. we do <laughs> up. some prep, but today I feel like, I mean, this is a, a topic that is more familiar than other topics because you guys have firsthand experience with doing this. Well, so. I think this is worthy of a full episode at some point too, talking, maybe we'll get Sherry back on, who is a registered dietitian to talk about this topic and maybe we can get like a child psychologist in the house or something to talk about some different ways to get seafood in their diets. I'm not making any promises for that, but... <laughs> Well, I have a couple ideas already. So when you mentioned your oldest daughter only eats chili, replace beef with like a shrimp or something yeah. like that because shrimp is amazing and it will go good in a chili, I would think. Does she ever ask like, what's in my chili? And if she doesn't, no. then bam. She doesn't. Chili is for dinner. Chili is chili. And so that's Justin Grant's point number one. I don't no. think that's on the list. Well, that, that's shrimp, good. Put shrimp in chili. <clears throat> so Okay. Point number two is get them to try seafood at a very young age before they get accustomed to those fears, like matching the chicken to the, an actual bird to the chicken and cow to beef, things like that. Because my daughter is four and she eats mussels. And I can tell you when I was around nine or 10, if someone put a shellfish in front of me and opened it up and was like, eat this, I probably would say no. Yeah. Start as early as you can. Yeah. I know that, that I know that a lot of doctors, a lot of pediatricians, at least here in the U.S., tell you to wait a little bit. With seafood, with yes. with um, some of the high allergy, especially with uh, shellfish and crustaceans, because there is a high allergy potential there, and and could be pretty severe allergies. And I th- think they they like you to wait till two or three, and then get checked out by an allergist before you give it to them. But that's a good thing to bring up because I don't want our first voicemail on the line to be like, "Oh, my kid was rushed to the hospital because they tried shrimp and chili." Thanks, yeah. Justin Grant. Point number one. <laughs> yeah. So the second one on the uh, cooking light site is make breaded fish sticks, and I would counter that. W- I'd counter that with buy breaded fish sticks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna make my own. I'm lazy. We've talked about this, but I will go out and buy a big bag of frozen breaded fish sticks from Highliner here in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. That's what I did, and they're delicious. And every time we make them for my daughter, we cook extra because we want to eat some too. <laughs> and that is probably. I think that's probably the easiest way to start in my opinion, is fish sticks just doused in ketchup. If kids just don't, you know, you want to mask it and then ease into more more fish later. Not tartar sauce? That's Tar- what I did as a kid. Tartar sauce? Tartar. <laughs> tartar. No, I think, you know, I think most kids are used to having things like french fries and chicken nuggets with ketchup. That's kind of the go-to. So I think it's an easy way to introduce and kind of make that transition. Yeah, our youngest, who's two, only uses ketchup because he's familiar with it. Where yeah. our soon-to-be five-year-old will use tartar sauce and or ketchup. Mm. Isn't Noella's birthday this weekend? Sunday. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> We're headed to Great Wolf it... Lodge. Ooh. 
the big five whole hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be several bottles of wine for her daddy. Yeah, man. That's crazy that she's like in kindergarten. She's like going to real school. All right. The next point is Taco Tuesday. Make fish tacos. Marinate it in lime juice and make fish tacos. Fish tacos are If your so kids like good. tacos. Okay. Next one is try a mild fish. So something like uh, wild caught cod or halibut are good choices. Says nutritionally, I like to see these foods baked, poached, or grilled, but I'm not opposed to making initial offerings more kiddo acceptable, as in I think like frying. So if I you get like, like fish and chips, yeah, I feel like cod, like fish and chips, is a really good intro to seafood. So I know we're focusing on getting kids into eating seafood more or how to try it out, but these techniques work very well for adults as well. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's totally a good true. Point. And you know, with with something like this, like you can. Make a big deal out of it. Make like a like a trip out of it. If you go to you know some place on vacation where you go to one of those seafood shacks or something like that, and it's part of your trip, and it's kind of a big deal. Oh man, we're going to the clam. What is it? The clam shack, clam house, clam in Kennebunkport. Clam shack. Yeah. So you say, okay, we're going. We're going to the clam shack. It's this really famous takeout seafood takeout restaurant when we're vacationing in Kennebunkport, and we're gonna get fish and chips, and it's gonna be awesome, and you're gonna love it. And then you make a big deal out of it. So when they try it, they're like, I love this, even if they don't, because <laughs> kids do that. I mean, yeah. I don't have kids, but I feel like the best strategy would be to either make a really big deal about it and be super excited about it, or don't even mention it and just like give it to them. Yeah. That's what we did with, like, with the one fish or the sticks. other. That's what we did with the fish sticks. We just gave them to her and waited until she ate it. And we were like, are they yummy? <laughs> so that worked out pretty good. Make it sweeter is the next one. Kids love sweet foods, so make a sweeter fish dish. And it says your kids probably won't like sushi, so avoid spicy tuna roll. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, they say if you serve things with grilled pineapple, it tends to make it really sweet and gives it kind of a tangy islandy flavor uh, and just kind of mix things up a little. It says something like mahi-mahi is is good for this. It says the meat-like texture can make it more acceptable for some kids, so that's kind of interesting. Never thought to do that. Yeah, grilled pineapple, I feel you can never go. so good Uh, and there's a few more before we wrap up again like I said this is a quick episode because we got lots to do for goal but it says go crazy with dipping sauces we talked about this a little bit with the the ketchup yep give Give them options tartar sauce ketchup mustard you you give them one one option for what they're eating but give them like 30 options to dip it in (laughs) and hopefully they don't have kids like my youngest who will just lick the lick the ketchup you know what that's (laughs) I think that's more common than you think oh okay (laughs) I have a, a little video of Harper dipping a chicken nugget in ranch dressing and licking it off and then going, I want more ranch. <laughs> Girl okay. off my own heart. It's good to know that's normal. Yeah, it's totally normal. Uh, make it consistently. So I think it's one of those things that if you just keep offering it and it just becomes part of the routine, then they'll just accept it a little and bit easier. And that's for any food. Right, right. If you if you give in and say, fine, you're not going to eat that. I'll make you chicken nuggets again. Then that's all they're going to eat. Yeah, they'll they refuse eat. everything until they get chicken nuggets every night. Yeah, but if you consistently bring something out and say, this is what's for dinner tonight, this is what you're eating, then you'll wear them down. (laughs) Yeah, play the mind game. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, And then the last one is get your kids in the kitchen. Obviously, maybe when your kid's a little bit older, this would be easier. Yeah, maybe not Sean's six-month-old. Start boiling the water. Yeah, maybe my my six-month-old wouldn't do too well mixing, uh, mixing marinades and 
you know, frying fish on, on the skillet. But I think, yeah, getting kids in there is getting their hands dirty and getting that experience of making something themselves is, is super helpful. Even if it's just taking the frozen fish fillets out of the bag and putting it on the pan, you know, that they, kids like to feel like they helped and it, it makes them more willing to try new things. So before I know we're making this a quick episode, but we were at this seafood expo North America, which takes place every year in Boston. And there were a lot of new products that get released during that event. And many of them were geared towards more kid-friendly or easy, like uh, starter fish. And the, starter seafood, um, like the protein noodles. The yep, noodles, protein yeah. noodles. Yeah. noodles. They Someone didn't taste else. anything like fish. Nope. Yeah, those were good. So there's plenty of things that are out there to choose from that may maybe we didn't mention during this episode. But there are creative ways to not necessarily trick or sneak seafood into the diets of your Young ones, actually, that's exactly what we're saying. That's exactly Sneak what we're trying to do. <laughs> or trick them. Yeah. No, um, I would love to hear some other ideas, uh, maybe some experiences that other people have had. I think in other countries and other cultures outside of ours, you know, it's a lot. It's just culturally, Widespread. it's more part of the regular diet. Yep. So kids just kind of accept it from the beginning of, well, this is what we eat. And in America, that's harder to do just culturally. And so that's why we've had some struggles with it. I'm, I'm sure you have. I know I have. And it's why we wanted to talk about it today because it's a hard, it's a difficult thing to do for some families. And I would love to hear what other people have done to get their kids to eat more seafood. So find us on Twitter at AquademiaPod or email us podcast at aquaculturealliance.org and let us know what's worked for you. Or any other ideas? Or what you have. hasn't worked? Or for what you. hasn't worked for you? Or funny stories about trying to get your kid to eat octopus or something? <laughs> so that's all I have. Do you guys have anything else before we wrap up? I nope. hope everyone's enjoying Goal. Again, if you're if you're in Chennai at the Goal conference, come find us. We're around. We're gonna be running around like crazy, taking pictures and recording podcasts and stuff. But we'd love to sit down and talk to you. All right. We'll talk at you next week. Yep. Thanks so much, everyone. 